Hello today from the Chowchilla Church of Christ podcasting to you in the audience and we are excited. We're at the end of this year, 2021. We've had a wonderful time serving the Lord and certainly serving all of you good folks who are supporting the podcast coming live to you from Chowchilla Church of Christ. We're glad today, uh, December 18th, and we are excited to talk some more where we left off last week concerning faith. The theme of our lessons have always been since we started, what does the Bible say? In regard to what we're talking about today, what does the Bible say about faith? Before we get into that lesson, that study, and that discussion, would you be so kind to certainly join me in prayer? Lord, we ask that you will help us to understand more and more how we are to live for you faithfully, certainly, assuredly, without any doubts. Times come, things happen, situations and circumstances fall out, and we get worried, we get anxious. Our faith shrinks, sometimes it fails. But with you, O oh Lord, today, in spite of all the conditions that are going on in the world, in spite of the situations and circumstances going on in each one of our lives, would you show us and share with us and remind us over and over again that you said you would never, ever leave us, nor will you forsake us. Be with us as we share your word and we show your power through faith. And it is in Jesus' wonderful name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. If you have your copy of God's Word, the Bible, would you be so kind to turn to the first scripture, which is primary, the one we will use? It is 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 7. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 7. Out of the King James Bible, it reads like this. For we walk by faith, not by sight. For we walk by faith, not by sight. I love this scripture. It is one of my favorite. It certainly is famous and it's certainly familiar. This scripture, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, those of you in the listening audience, would be considered one of the silver texts of the Bible. Second Corinthians is the book, chapter 5 is the chapter, and verse 7 is the verse. For we walk by faith, not by sight. Let's break it down. The Apostle Paul, when he wrote this statement of expression practically for the purpose of exercising godliness, he uses one of the three gifts mentioned in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 13. And not only is it one of the spiritual gifts, it is the first one mentioned in the supporting scripture of 1 Corinthians 13, 13. It says in that passage, for there are now three, faith, hope, and love. These three spiritual gifts, but the greatest of these is love. Notice 
Which one is mentioned first out of the three? Faith. In 2 Corinthians 5, 7, for we walk by faith. What does that mean? What in the world? Walk by faith? I thought I walked on my two legs. I thought I walked when I move around, when I meander. Well, the Bible, talking spiritually, says, for we walk by faith. Interesting word that comes from the original language, the Greek language, the word walk, an action verb. It literally means to live by, to actually move by, and to stay by. To live by, to move by, and to stay by faith. Let's break it down some more. Well, what is faith? Faith is to be certain, to be absolute, to be assured, to be reassured, to be insured. And these particular statements all equal that definition of faith. To trust in the Lord with everything that you and I have, with all of who you and I are. To trust in him. There's another supporting scripture. It is 2 Corinthians, excuse me. It is Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 5 and 6. It says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart, your mind. And do not lean to your own understanding. All your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Once again, the word trust can be used as the word faith and the word faith can be used as the word trust. And we are to trust in the Lord with everything we have and all who we are. We are to have faith in the Lord with everything we have and all who we are. That word faith, as we live, as we stay, as we move and we abide, we remain. We, everything we do is by faith. It is not by sight, though we see and we look around and mostly we base things on what we see. You've heard it, so have I. People have said it to us. Maybe we've said it. If you can't see it, don't believe it. Well, that's contrary to what the scripture says. The scripture says we walk by faith and not by sight. Now, a little bit more. Faith says something in a very real way as to how God operates. There are three ways. Here they are. Number one, faith says God is present. Number two, faith says God has past. Number three, faith says God will. God is, God has, and God will. Whatever you and I need done, Whatever you and I are doing and whatever you and I think we will do, God covers all those things before you and I do or have done or will do any of those things. God is, that's faith. God has more faith and God will even the most faith, no matter what's going on in your and my life. Let's get into it some more. I was looking up this word faith uh, from the Esword concordance, and I discovered that there are 231 verses with 247 matches in the King James Version of the Bible on this one word faith. Wow, tremendous supply of this word being used all over the Bible. One of the first times it's mentioned in the optimistic, in the positive, is in the Old Testament. And it talks about that in the Old Testament, in the book of Habakkuk talks about that just people living by faith. And once again, 
Same thing we said a moment ago, that you and I live and we walk by faith. As a matter of fact, that scripture is Habakkuk chapter two and verse number four. Well, here's some more information. When the Bible talks about us walking by faith, living by faith, there are 203 verses with 212 matches for walking, living. Like faith, 231 verses with 247 matches. Now, there are, however, along with what those statistics, biblically speaking, render to us in numbers, there are some instructions, at least 20 different ones, as to how you and I are to walk in faith. 20 different times and 20 different ways when we become Christians, as we become Christians, that you and I are to walk. Listen to these. One, Romans 4.12, walk in the steps of faith like our father Abraham. Two, Romans 6.4, walk in the newness of life after we are baptized. Three, Romans 13.13, 13, walk honestly. Four, 1 Corinthians 7.17, 7, walk in the gifts and calling God has given us. Five, Galatians 5.16 and also verse 25, walk in the spirit. God is spirit, John 4.24. Number six, Galatians 6.16, walk according to the rule of Christ Jesus, not circumcision. Seven, Ephesians 2 verse 10, walk in good works. Eight, Ephesians 4, 1, walk worthy of the vocation or the calling he's brought us into. Nine, Ephesians 5, 2, walk in love. God is love, 1 John 4, 8. 10, Ephesians 5, 8, walk as children of light. 11, Ephesians 5, 15, walk circumspectly, very carefully and prayerfully. 12, Philippians 3, 16, walk by the same rule. 13, Philippians 3, 17, walk after those who set the right examples. 14, Colossians 1, 10, walk worthy of the Lord, pleasing him in all things. 15, Colossians 2, verse 6, Walk in Christ Jesus continually. 16, Colossians 4, 5, walk in wisdom. 17, 1 John 1, 7, walk in the light. God is light, 1 John 1, 5. 18, 2 John 1, 6, walk after his commandments. 19, 3 John 1, 4, walk in truth. And then number 20, 2 Corinthians 5, 7, our primary passage today, for we walk by faith and not by sight. Those are the 20 different ways and the 20 times mentioned throughout the study, throughout the word of God, how you and I are to position ourselves and place ourselves as persons of God as we walk, as we live in faith, as we stay in faith, as we stand by faith. The word walk here in this verse comes from a Greek word, it is peripateo, P-E-R-I-P-A-T-E-O, P like Paul, E like Edward, R like run, I like in, P like Paul, A like apple, T like Tom, E like Edward, O, 
peripatio, which means to tread all around, that is, walk at large, be occupied, be enthroned and enthralled with. In eight of these verses, and eight of these words, in the verse, in this text of scripture, Paul was telling the Christians in the city of Corinth to be concerned about the earthly, but more so concentrate more on the heavenly. I remember Bruce Lee said a long time ago, the renowned martial artist, think about the heavenly vision. You and I are to think more about the heavenly, more than we do the earthly. Learn how to see with your souls. We're learning how to see with our souls from our spiritual standpoints, not just stare with our sight. And look at the invisible realities of this life which are clearly visible recognitions of the way we should live. Please remember, the more we pray, the longer we stay. And then God, he shows us how not to stray. In short, the apostle Paul was saying to them, making a living is necessary. Making a living is even significantly important and a necessity. Making is a got to, have to, and a must do. But learning how to live as we make our living is more significant. We must learn to live completely and absolutely by faith. Which reminds me of a funny story. A man named Fickle Fractured Foremost was walking along a steep cliff one day when he accidentally got too close to the edge and fell. On the way down, he grabbed the branch, which temporarily stopped his fall. He looked down to his horror, saw that the canyon fell straight down for more than a thousand feet. He couldn't hang on to the branch forever, and there was no way for him to climb up the steep wall of the cliff. So fickle, fractured, foremost began yelling for help, hoping that someone passing by would hear him and lower a rope or something. Help! Help! Is anyone up there? Help! He yelled for a long time, but no one heard him. He was about to give up when he heard a voice. Fickle, fickle, can you hear me? Yes, I hear you. I can hear you. I'm down here. I can see you, fickle, fractured foremost. Are you all right? Yes, but who are you and where are you? I am the Lord. John, I'm everywhere. The Lord, you mean God? That's me. God, please help me. I promise if you get me down from here, I'll stop sinning. I'll be really a good person. I'll serve you for the rest of my life. Easy on the promises, God says to John Fickle. Let's get you off there first. Then we can talk about all those things. Now, here's what I want you to do. Listen carefully. I'll do anything, Lord. Just tell me what to do. Okay. Let go of the branch. What? I said, let go of the branch. Just trust me. Let go. There was a long pause of silence. Finally, John Fickle foremost yelled and replied, help, help. Is anyone else up there? Moral of story, ladies and gentlemen, it's better to live by faith than to die taking 
another chance. It goes back to our 2 Corinthians 5, 7, for we walk by faith and not by sight. The question in the discussion this morning from this lesson is, what are we walking by? Then what are you walking by? Let me tell you, Abraham was walking by faith in the Old Testament, Genesis 12, verses 1 to 8. To Hebrews 11, verses 8 through 10, it says in verse 8, by faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to a place there was there he was to receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. The English Standard Version, in other words, it says this, Abraham was walking, wondering and waiting by faith in our smartphones. We're able to Google Maps and to travel to a place we're not sure how to get to. Once we download the map with its directions, we feel confident that we know where to go as well as how to get there. That is an exercise of faith in a man-made device. As long as we don't hear that little lady's voice saying, you're going the wrong direction or rerouting, then we're headed in the right direction. As long as there's silence from God's GPS system is an indication that we are traveling correctly. Once again, we walk by faith and not by our own sight. Let's go on. I have a question for you in the audience today. Have you ever thought about that when we're asking, seeking, and knocking, why there's silence from God? Answer, God is teaching us like Abraham to go and not know. God is asking us, what are we walking by? It is easy to have faith in God when things are going our way. We're getting good breaks. Our business is blessed. Our children are healthy. So are we. That doesn't take much faith. LG says life's good. But what about when things are not going our way? Our prayers are not being answered. The problem isn't not turning around. We're not seeing God's favor. Too often we get discouraged thinking, God, why aren't you doing something? You can see I'm mistreated. My health isn't good. I worked hard, but I didn't get the promotion. Things are still not working out. Sometimes we begin to think when it changes, we'll be happy. When I meet the right person, when my health improves, when we have this baby, then we'll have a good attitude. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's what we call conditional faith. It's based on if this happens, then I will be like this. Of course, conditional faith is not what God asks you and I to have. God, if you meet my demands, if you answer my prayer the way I want on my timetable, then I'll be my best. Well, that kind of faith, conditional, won't work. Unconditional faith versus conditional faith is not knowing how it's going to work out, but still believing and accepting that God knows what he's doing. Paul says in Romans 8, 33, all oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and the knowledge of God, how unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. Though I may not understand and wonder in my faith, I am not wavering. I am not doubting. Though I'm dangling with my faith, 
I am not leaving. Though I am actually standing and wondering exactly how God is going to work it out, I'm not going to change the way I believe in him. Abraham was looking for and found the city which had foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Hebrews 11 verse 10. So when things don't work out the way we want, it may be because God is saying it's not the right time. God has something better or God wants to use the situations to help us to grow from it. Please remember that, ladies and gentlemen. Here's that scripture. Ecclesiastes chapter three and verse 11. God has made everything beautiful in his time. Isn't that wonderful? What are we walking by now? What are you walking by? The answer in the text should be obvious by now. We walk by faith and not by sight. Here are some of those biblical characters we want to list and we want to label and we want to share with you who had this experience, who did this exercise of walking by faith. Noah moved to prepare an ark and saved his household. Genesis chapter six, verses one to 22. By faith, Sarah received strength to conceive and have the child of her promise at 90 years old. Genesis chapter 17, verse 17. By faith, Abraham offered up Isaac, his only son, accounting that God was able to raise him up even after he had died. Genesis chapter 22, 11 through 16. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed his son Judah while leaning on the top of his staff. Genesis chapter 49, verses 9 through 10. By faith, Moses, when he was old enough, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. Exodus chapter 2, verses 9 through 11. By faith, David slew, slayed, destroyed the Philistine giant Goliath with his sling and a stone. 1 Samuel chapter 17, verses 48 through 49. By faith, Hezekiah had 15 years added to his life by God. 2 Kings chapter 20, verses 1 through 6. By faith, Naaman was cured of his leprosy, an awesome, terrible disease of his day, after dipping in the river of Jordan seven times. 2 Kings chapter 5, verses 1 to 19. By faith, Hannah gave birth to Samuel after being barren for a very long time. 1 Samuel chapter 1, verses 10 to 20. By faith, Joshua caused the sun and the moon to stand still before Israel when they defeated the Amorites. Joshua 10, verse 13. But these are all Old Testament examples, Melvin. What about the New Testament? Here we go in Romans 15, 4. What about some of those instances? The Bible says, Whatever was written aforetime was written for our learning. In Matthew 6, 33, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things shall be added unto you. New Testament, that was, here we go. Matthew 17, 20, all we need is faith as a grain of mustard seed and we can move mountains and nothing will be impossible for us. Mark 9, 23, all things are possible if we can only believe. Matthew 7, verses 7 to 8. Ask, and it shall be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it shall be opened to you. For each one who asks receives. 
and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks, it shall be open. Matthew 21, 22, and all things, get it now, ladies and gentlemen, all things, whatever you shall ask in prayer, believing, having faith, you will receive. Romans 8, 28, and we know for a fact that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. 2 Corinthians 1, 20, for all the promises of God in him are yes and in him, amen. I love that scripture. To glory and to the glory of God by us. Ephesians 3.20. I love this one too. Now to him who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. We can only ask or think, ladies and gentlemen. God is able to do above what we ask or think according to the power that works in each one of us. That power is faith. How much faith you have determines how much God will do. And then Philippians 4, 19, I love this one, but my God, your God, our God will supply all your needs and your wants according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. James 1, 17, every good and perfect gift comes down from God, the father who created all the lights that are in heaven. He always is the same and never makes dark shadows by changing. Second Peter 1, 3, according as his divine power has already given unto us those things that pertain to this life and to godliness. We told you at the very beginning of this lesson, God is, God has, and God will. Peter declares that, that he already has given you and I everything that pertains to this life and godliness. Someone might say, well, Melvin, why don't I have it? You do. You got to extend and expand your faith. And then this one, 1 John 3.22, I love it. And whatever we ask, we receive from him. Here's why. Notice, because we keep his commandments and do those things which are pleasing in his sight. Right now, what are you walking by? And who are you walking with? Here's how you become a Christian. The way the Bible says, faith comes by hearing, listening, and obeying the word of God. That's where we start. Here's the Lord's plan of salvation. You hear the gospel, believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God, repent of your past sins, confess Jesus as the son of God, be baptized, that is born again, to get your sins washed away or forgiven. Then you are added to the church of Christ in the Bible. You are a Christian, nothing more, nothing less than nothing else. Romans 1, 16, Romans 10, 17, 1 Corinthians 15, 1 to 3, Hebrews 11, 6, John 8, 24, Luke 13, 3, Acts 17, 30, Matthew 10, 32 and 33. And ladies and gentlemen, then... We can walk by faith right now and believe to the saving of our souls, Hebrews 10, 39, and God will have determined that is what we are walking by, and you and I will know that for a fact. We want to thank you for listening and for tuning in to our podcast today, December 18th, and we're going to continue this series of lessons on faith. Until the next time, we want to say to you, if you want to listen to the recording of this particular message, you would just simply dial the number 
559-223-1973. Or you can email us, all lowercase, Chowchilla Church of Christ at gmail.com. Once again, that's Chowchilla Church of Christ at gmail.com. If you are in the area, our building location is 701 Trinity Avenue, Chowchilla, California, 93610. We start our Sunday morning worship tomorrow at 10 o'clock a.m. And our Sunday school Bible study is at 9 o'clock a.m. In the meantime, right now, we're going to close out with prayer. Father, we thank you so much. You've given us a chance to learn some more. What we're walking by, that is faith and not by our own sight. By faith mostly, not by our sight, what we see mostly. And since we have learned and are still learning these principles from your word, our prayer is that we can internalize them because they are already eternalized in your word. Give us this day our spiritual food and our spiritual drink until we meet again the next time. And it is in Jesus' name we do pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Savior God to thee How great thou art How great thou art When through the world And forest glades I Oh, my Savior God to me.